Hey, welcome back and happy Friday. We have an ethics commission investigation dropped against an embattled sheriff. Some complaints about the parole board possibly playing loose with the rules and a future weather heads up. I'm Mike Morgan and we're down in Alabama. Outgoing Etowah County Sheriff Todd Intrican, who made more than $750,000 over three years by coming under budget on jail inmate food costs, no longer faces a case from the Alabama Ethics Commission, reports AL.com's Connor Sheets. By not spending all the money allotted to feed inmates, Intrican and some other sheriffs have used laws and policies to justify putting the surpluses in their own pockets. And Intrican's case stood out for its incredible amount. Three quarters of a million dollars will go a long way in Etowah County. And it'll go a pretty good ways in Orange Beach, too, where Intrican and his wife one year ago bought a beach house for right at about three quarters of a million dollars. The Ethics Commission Executive Director Thomas Albritton said there just wasn't enough evidence of a violation against Intrican to send the case to the state attorney general or a district attorney. Quote, the law establishes that whereas personal use may look bad, it may be bad policy, it doesn't violate the law as it relates to this particular sheriff. The Montgomery County DA is asking the governor to look into recent decisions by the Alabama Board of Pardons and Paroles, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Now, part of the suggestion from some people is that the parole board's been handing out paroles to violent offenders like loaves and fishes. In a letter to Governor Kay Ivey, Daryl Bailey said he thinks such an investigation would show that, quote, the board is not following its own policies and procedures in deciding which offenders to consider for parole and that the board and the executive director should be relieved of their duties. A spokesman for the governor said she's met with victims advocates about the subject already. Barry Matson, who's the executive director of the Alabama District Attorneys Association, said victims groups, law enforcement, and judges have raised similar concerns. Matson gave an example of an inconsistency. He said the board has a rule that those convicted of murder and other violent crimes must serve at least 15 years or 85% of their sentence before they'll be considered for parole, except in special circumstances. Well, Matson then pointed to four recent cases where murder convicts were scheduled for their first hearing before they had even served 10 years. The parole board comprises three people who were appointed by the governor and confirmed by the state senate. The board earlier this week had this to say, quote, The agency's position is we do not have data showing a dramatic increase in violent inmates being considered for parole prior to their original set date. If such data exists from another entity, we would be happy to analyze their numbers. Well, Thursday was the 23rd anniversary of the landfall of Hurricane Opal, if you can believe that. Opal was a big deal in Alabama. In one way or another, it affected every county in the state. Now, that's incidental to what I'm about to say. I'm not suggesting Hurricane Opal's on its way. But over this weekend, and certainly by early next week, it's a good idea to keep an eye on the tropics. Lee Morgan reports that there's an area of low pressure near the border of Nicaragua and Honduras. That's southeast of the Yucatan Peninsula. The National Hurricane Center is given it a 50% chance of developing into at least a tropical depression. It'll drift northwest for a bit and get into the southern gulf, and you know what can happen from there. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We haven't committed to a weekend show this week, 
been going a couple of different directions around here, but we're not ruling it out either. We'll definitely be back by Monday morning. Meantime, y'all have a great weekend and come see us at AL.com.